Welcome to the Contracting Officer Podcast. It's not just for contracting officers. If you're anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. Today, we're talking small business topics, and we're happy to welcome back special guest, Shelly Hall. Shelly is a retired contracting officer with over 35 years of government service and a Skyway team member. Speaking of Skyway, this episode is brought to you by Skyway Acquisition Solutions. Memberships in the Skyway community start at just $20 a month. There's more information about that at the end of the episode. So let's get started. We're talking small business topics again today with Shelly Hall. Say hello, Shelly. Hello, Shelly. <laughs> nice, nice. Specifically, today we're talking about a certificate of competency. What is a certificate of competency, Shelley? Well, it's covered in FAR 19601, and a CSC is issued by the Small Business Administration verifying that the holder of the certificate is responsible to receive and perform a specific contract award. So uh, a COC is specific to a particular contract award. It's not something, hey, once I got a COC, that goes for all my contracts. And the areas of responsibility include capability, competency, capacity, credit, integrity, perseverance, tenacity, and limitations on subcontracting. (laughs) I love those. Those are like, woo! That's really funny that that your perseverance and tenacity are are part of the areas of responsibility. So I don't know how you, I don't know how you test or validate those, but well, they, they, it sounds like they kind of verify whether or not you're really into this government contracting thing, whether or not you're going to, going to put in the effort that it, that it requires. And this is different from far part nine responsibility standards. This is a different set of standards, but, but go on Shelly. Okay. So the CSC program is applicable to all government acquisitions. All government acquisitions or just small business acquisitions? All of them because small businesses can bid on any acquisition. Yeah, yeah, good point. But only small businesses would be referred to this certificate of competency. Right, right. a large business cannot get a CRC. Yeah. If a CO determines that the apparent successful small business offerer, I know that's a lot of words, but you know, in other words, they've had to make the determination that the apparent awardee is a is and they're a small business offerer and somehow they've found them to be non-responsible they're going to refer the small business to the SBA to try to get a COC so the small business administration to try to get a certificate of competency lots of acronyms and if a solicitation requires a small business to follow the limitations on subcontracting regulations then a CO is finding that they can't comply will be treated as an element of responsibility and be subject to the COC process. That's why it was included in that long egregious list we had of things that it included. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty heavy. So there's a lot of other the, uh, these areas of responsibility like competency and, and integrity and tenacity, but then they sneak in limitations on subcontracting, which is, that's that's some math here. We have a separate podcast episode about limitation on subcontracting, let me give you the the essentials. There, there's a clause that goes into these contracts that says, hey, if you get this award as a small business, you have to do a certain percentage of the work yourself. You can't just be a pass-through or a front company and have a large business doing the work. So what this is saying is if those limitations are in the solicitation and the contracting officer says there's no way this company can meet those requirements, there's no way this company can do that much of the work, 
they may say this company is not responsible on that standard and pass it over to the SBA to start the certificate of competency process. And, you know, kind of looking at the, at this in totality is, is that the, any contracting officers included those located overseas are required to comply with this subpart for small business concerns. So regardless of where the contractor, the contracting officer uh, reside. So, you know, we have many contracting officers that are in departments of states, uh, sometimes in, uh, in, you know, in inside a... In an embassy somewhere. In, embassy, sorry. Thank you. I, I lost that one. They have to comply with this also. Everywhere, everyone. I'm going to derail us just a second to go back to something you said earlier. You mentioned that if a contracting officer determines that the apparent successful small business offer, if the CO determines that the winner may not be responsible, they'll refer them to the Small Business Administration for a certificate of competency. Determining them to be non-responsible is a FAR Part 9 thing. So the contracting officer, before awarding, has to determine that a contractor, the, the winner, is responsible. To be determined responsible... They go to FAR Part 9.104 and look at the requirements in there. A contractor has to have adequate financial resources to be able to perform or, or at least be able to obtain them. They have to show that they're able to comply with the delivery or performance schedule. They have to have a satisfactory past performance record and a satisfactory record of integrity and ethical business conduct. And the big part is, to be responsible, a company has to show that they have the necessary organization experience, accounting and operational controls, financial controls. They have to have technical skills or the ability to obtain them, hire them, safety programs. Basically, they have to be an ongoing concern as a business that is capable of doing this general kind of work. If the contracting officer can't determine that they have all these things in FAR Part 9, they can withhold the award or like we're talking about today, refer to this small business administration with specifics on this is what I found to be not responsible. And here's my solicitation. And this is the job at hand. Cause like you said, Shelly, the certificate of competency is issued for a specific acquisition. So is this small business contractor competent to perform on this effort? doesn't mean they're competent to perform on anything, but on this particular one, you think they can do it? And there's a process for this. Yes, there is, Paul. Well, isn't there a process for everything <laughs> in the government? So within 15 business days, generally, after receiving a notice that a small business concern lacks certain elements of responsibility, as you listed, the small business area office will take the following actions. And the first is that they're going to inform the small business concern of the contracting officer's determination and offer them an opportunity to apply to the SBA for a COC. If I could just back up just a little bit, you know, it, it, this is not something, again, that they're just going to hand a contractor. They're, they're going to get the Small Business Administration Area Office is going to look over everything. They're going to agree with the contracting officer. They're going to inform the small business concern of the determination and then offered an opportunity to apply to the SBA for a COC. They, so they still don't have a COC at this point. Right. It's just the beginning part of the process. So the contracting officer says, hey, SBA, I have a concern about this. 
the SBA office says, hey, small business, this contracting officer has a concern about you. Are you interested in applying? At that point, the small business has to actually apply. And when they have, that's when all this really gets started. And the Small Business Administration may send people for a site visit. They may visit the the small businesses facilities to review these things. And they don't have to limit what they're reviewing to just what the contracting officer was concerned about. They're going to look at everything or they can look at everything. They can and do independently evaluate your business for all the elements of responsibility. And they can decide not to give you a certificate of competency for things that they find that are completely different from what the contracting officer was originally concerned about. Once this process is complete, and they go through it as quickly as possible because an award is being held up for this, the Small Business Administration notifies you, the company, and the contracting officer whether they're they're going to issue the COC or deny it. And when would all this happen? Linking this to the acquisition and execution time zones, we're in the last of the acquisition time zones, the source selection zone, like you said at the very beginning. Contracting officers conducted a competition. They have selected a winner and said, oh, I'm not sure if they're responsible in this area. And they've gone through the whole process I just talked about. This doesn't happen or apply anywhere else in the acquisition or execution time zones. Let me just make it clear. So you're a small business. You've submitted a proposal. You've, you've been found technically acceptable. You, you, you met the responsiveness requirement. You know, you're like, on a roll here, you know, <laughs> you're a small business. Woo-hoo! And then you're the apparent awardee. And then they say, whoa, 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 whoa. We have an issue with, you know, one of those, that long list of things. In FAR Part and, 9. Uh, the CO can find them and the SBA can find them. So uh, just, just to let you know, it's, 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 it's something that, you know, as a small business, I'd be kind of like, man, I thought I did everything right. But <laughs> Uh, why is this important? Well, they're extremely important for small businesses that would otherwise not be awarded a contract once they had been determined non-responsible. Because if not for a COC, then that contractor, they would just say, sorry, you're non-responsible. Next, you know, they would would just move on. CC, bye-bye. Right. Um, you, and, it's a um, second route uh, to, yeah, it's, to, it's to a award. It's a second route where you can get the certificate of competency that's going to allow you to prove that you can do the work. So from the government perspective. Well, the government cares because the CO is tasked with ensuring that only responsible contractors perform government contracts. And on every checklist, every review list, every CO, what I need to do when I review a contract list Pretty close to the top is, is the contractor responsible? Right. And they have to, you know, check that and say, I have checked all of these things and I have determined that, yes, they are. And, of course, there's systems that allow the CO to go in for certain things and say that they're responsible. You know, they're not on the debate. Right. But, you know, I mean, there, there's things that they can use. But, but it's, they have to do that. And some small businesses may not be able to meet responsibility requirements for a variety of reasons. And the COC allows them to still be awarded contracts while easing the CO's concerns regarding performance. Because as a CO's contracting officer, if I see that they don't meet one of those responsibilities, it's on me. 
if I still sign that contract. Right. I want to make sure that there's a chance for them to get this TOC that makes me feel a little yeah. bit better. Get a little backup for that decision, yeah. right? Big picture, it also reduces the the failure rate in in air quotes of of small business awards. Right? This this gives the government a better chance of awarding to responsible small businesses because they've looked into it a little more deeply than just a contracting officer could do on their own. And that means that we have a better chance of meeting the mission requirements, which, by the way, that's what we're all here for in the first place is to meet the mission, right? All this stuff that we talk about, none of it matters if in the end what we're buying doesn't help meet the intent, the mission that it was designed to support. It really does help ensure that small businesses are ready for the job and not ready for every job, but ready for this specific job that you're awarding today. Flipping over to the industry side. Well, you know, why should industry care? Well, these COCs are powerful tools for small businesses that may not be able to meet the requirements of responsibility without one. And, you know, some small businesses may know going in that they may have some problems with responsibility. According to that list, not really problems with responsibility. It doesn't mean they're, you know, fraudulent or anything else. There's a lot of, you know, how do you interpret tenacity and integrity? (laughs) I mean, you you know what I'm saying? I mean, I I have an interpretation. You have an interpretation. And not being able to meet the responsibility requirements does not mean the contractor can't perform. They, again, have been found technically capable of doing this. Their price has been found fair and reasonable. You know what I mean? They've done, they've checked all the boxes. But for some reason, when the contracting officer is looking at that responsibility checklist, they don't have enough information to determine that, yes, they've met this requirement. So they're not comfortable signing up and saying this is a responsible subcontractor or responsible small business. The certificate of competency is is sort of a blessing from the SBA that that allows a company, like you said, to be determined responsible because they have this certificate of competency and, and get an award. That's why it's important that you understand the process. If you're a small business and the contracting officer questions your responsibility per FAR Part 9, the certificate of competency process could save the award for you, but you have to apply. Once you receive that notification from the SBA that, hey, you've been found non-responsible for this, it's on you to apply for the COC. You can't just sit back and say, oh, well, let the process work. No, it doesn't work unless you start it. And something that I, I, I didn't mention on why should the government care, it should there be a situation where the contractor, that small business contractor, they got the COC and they can't perform. Something happens. Right. And they can't perform the contract then the contracting officer can go back to the Small Business Administration and say, you gave me a certificate of competency and this, this, they, for whatever reason, they can't perform. Then they will find you. Of course, it depends on the process. You know, was it competitive, non-competitive, whatever, but they have guaranteed that work, so to speak. So they may help reach out with the awardee and help them with the financial responsibility if that was the problem. They couldn't pay their folks or whatever. They really want you to be successful. And if it appears that you might not be successful, then they may be able to help you out a bit. There's resources available. All right, let's not get any deeper in that. This is just a podcast. 
is a podcast. Okay. Yeah. They, they really want you to be successful. And that's the bottom line for this episode. Let's wrap it up. So in summary, CUCs are issued by the SBA after a contracting officer has made a non-responsibility determination on a small business who is the apparent successful bidder. The, the winner. Who is, you know, who's set to win the award. Yeah. They're going to be the awardee. CUCs allow the small business to receive award of a specific contract. Just because you get the COC does not mean that the CO has to award to you. And I do have a, a protest here, and I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it's really irrelevant. What's important is what we're talking about. It says, in summary, in this situation, a small business was in line for award and the CO asked for a certificate of competency, which was granted. Before award, the CO and source selection officials changed out. The new CO discovered some errors in the previous evaluation, and when they were fixed, that small business, the one that had been issued a COC, was no longer in line for award, but not because of any responsibility issues. It's interesting to note that the SBA will not look at or issue a COC unless the contractor is in line for award. But in this case, after the COC was issued, the source selection team reevaluated the firm's standing to errors found in the evaluation. So getting a COC does not always guarantee huh. you're going to get the award. So it's, so it's been tested. And it's been tested, but that's a rare, um, that's a rare case that's, that it, it the is, evaluation it, it, it would was change. It a rare case. And when I found it, I was like, wow, because usually you don't read anything about protests and certificates of, a yeah. com of competency, yeah. but it's an important point though, Shelly, that, that all this stuff doesn't just happen for every acquisition. It's only if your company has been selected for award, the contracting officer says, wait a second, I can't determine this small business to be responsible on my own. I'm going to say, non-responsible for this reason, SBA dives in. They don't just do that on every one. Right. And last but not least, the COCs allow the contracting officer to have more assurance that the contractor will be able to perform the contract successfully. And as you said earlier, you know, that's it. That's our, the, the mission. The mission is what's important and getting the contract performed successfully. That's what we all want. Couldn't say it better myself. All right. Thanks for joining me again, Shelly. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, bye, Paul. Okay, that's it for this episode of the Contracting Officer Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, we invite you to check out the Skyway community at skywaymember.com. The Skyway community is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, running, or growing a business in the GovCon world. We speak GovCon. Personal memberships start at just $20 a month, and that gets you access to all of our training resources, including podcast transcripts, blogs, and webinars. Professional members get access to the Skyway team through the Ask a Contracting Officer forum and access to member-only tools like the RFP score. Premium members get all that plus custom consulting support from the Skyway team. When you're ready to learn, win, and grow with us, give us a call at 877-884-5280 or check us out at skywaymember.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.